Welcome to the Wedding CEO Podcast, where we discuss all things marketing, sales, and scaling, so you can become the CEO of your life and business. I'm Alora Rochelle, and I've been a wedding photographer for over a decade, and now I'm sharing all of my secrets so you can stop sacrificing your time and make more money like a CEO. All right, you guys, I am so excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking with one of my amazing alumni students, Lindsay Elaine Photography. And I'm really excited because we're going to walk through basically what her business looked like before versus after our program. Now, Lindsay joined when she was very close, but not quite hitting the six figures in her business. And I'm really excited to dive into it. So Lindsay... Tell us a little bit about your experience inside The Wedding CEO and what your life and business looked like before you joined the program. Yeah. So I was working full-time. I left my job in March of 2021. So last year was my first full year being self-employed. So I kind of did whatever I had to to make sure that I could survive getting bookings and income and whatnot. So I was kind of all over the place last year, taking any inquiry that came my way. Definitely bit off a little too much. So I got a little burnt out towards the end of the year. But since being in the program, I've learned how to like up-level my client experience and completely rebranded my business, which that has helped me speak more towards my ideal clients and get the bookings and inquiries that I have been wanting. But there was a disconnect, which was on my end. <laughs> Well, I was just remembering your rebrand and I remember looking at your website and you're like, okay, tear this apart. And I was like, is this you? And you're like, I don't know who it is. <laughs> I remember. Because I had a bunch of conversations with like friends in the industry and I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but like my business is sucking right now. Not like sucking, but I was like, <laughs> I'm confused about my business. So my ideal clients are probably confused about my business and I don't know what's going on or what to do. So that rebrand really helped change things. And I feel like it's so much more me and so much more unified and where I want my business to go. Because mm -hmm. my previous website was from 2020 and I hired a designer. So like in my head, I was like, oh, it's good for the long haul. But then I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. Because I feel like when you rebrand without realizing who you're trying to attract, you're like, okay, I got the copywriter, I got the rebrand. Now I'm going to be like a successful business. And you're just like, wait a minute. Who am I attracting and why? I feel like for you, what were your dream clients that you weren't attracting back then? Did you even know? You just kind of hired somebody and was like, make it look like me. Yeah. So like I hired my designer because I was going full time or like I was going full time mm. the following year. So I was like, I need to have like the best website possible. So since then, my clients have kind of shifted. And back then, I wanted to be more like a destination photographer, which... I never really like broke into it, but I was trying to like market it as that, like the destination, like wild mm -hmm. elopement photographer. So like, I feel like that's kind of what my website was speaking to. And then everything else in my business was like Midwest weddings. So it's like, it was a little bit of everything. And so it changed. <laughs> yeah. I remember even just like we were going through your color scheme and you're just like, I don't know why I picked that. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. I feel like literally you're like, it's a good color. <laughs> Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, like I'm thinking about it. If you could give somebody advice, because I mean, it's it's a lot of money to invest into a yeah. designer, yeah. a copywriter, like a new logo. 
Like, what would that advice be for sure? What was something you feel like you learned? I'd say you really have to like sit down and process with yourself or like close people that know you and like figure out who you're trying to attract and what that looks like. And like, I mean, I've taken so many education courses and like the first module in all of them is like, who's your ideal client? Mm -hmm. It's all like the same. So like I've done the work for that, but like more and more as I was like thinking about it, I'm like, my ideal client is me. So like, what do I have that like, I'm not attracting? Or like, if I landed on my website, like, would I move further? Or would I be like, okay, this chick's weird, but gotta go by. (laughs) So it's like, just figuring out like, (laughs) what your ideal client is, and like, what speaks to them. So like, even if your ideal client's like your best friend or whatever, have your best friend, like, look over your work and look over like your website and give feedback Mm -hmm. that way. I mean, it's probably better if they're in the industry or creative or something and they kind of have a background, but yeah, just really hone in on your ideal client, which I feel like is kind of like redundant to say and do because everybody says that. And like, it's hard to like narrow it down sometimes, but I also got married this year. So it's like, I was a bride and a photographer. So it's like, how can I set my business apart now being in the wedding industry as a married person so there were things mm-hmm. that I did that I was like I don't know why I'm doing this and then now being a like in a bride's shoes I'm like that's why I do it so I have more of like the why behind the what mm, that's good so I know you said you took like a bunch of different courses and educational offerings what was different inside of the wedding CEO that really shifted your whole brand and helped you figure out your dream client What was that like one thing? I mean, I'd say the way that you break the like modules down and like the way that you teach, it's just very easy to digest. And it's also hands-on where we have the accountability in the group chats or we can talk to you. We have bi-weekly calls so we can ask those questions and follow up with you as needed. Whereas most other courses, it's like, you have this for life and we're never going to talk to you. Just take the content and figure it out on your own. So it's like, I like having the resources to talk to you and talk to Noella and like talk to other photographers that are in the same boat and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Or like, what do you think of this? And that's like literally one of my favorite parts. I'm like, I would, can I just stay in the community forever? And you know, that was funny because I remember Savannah saying that she was like, yeah, I came for the content and like I had my six figure business. She's like, but I literally just need to stay for the community. Like I love that everybody's so supportive. Everybody is so giving. Watching you guys help each other. I feel like a mom watching her kids like play together. (laughs) I'm like, oh, they're helping each other. This is so great. Great. Well, and like being self-employed, most of the time you're working by yourself. So it's like you have no accountability other than yourself or like your deadlines that you have to meet for your clients. But it's like, if I need to get my website up and running, there's no deadline unless I make one. But then if it's not done, I can push back a week or a month or whatever. So it's like, it's nice to have the accountability and be like, hey, this is what I'm working on. Hold me accountable and you'll see the finished product soon. No, I love that. And also because we're adding co-working days, Which Monday won the vote. So it looks like every Monday, you know, once a month, you guys can just co-work. I feel like that's going to help a ton. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. So 
Now that you have been a bride and you have, it's almost a year. So next month, it'll be a year that you've been inside the program. What does your business look like after the wedding CEO? But before you answer this, I want to read to you your goals from the application. So your 2023 goals was to break six figures in your business, which you did. Increase your pricing and the value that you're offering your clients. Have more time freedom. Be 10,000% confident with my craft. Attract ideal clients. Get married, LOL. And then book out 2024. Set healthy boundaries for work-life balance and be able to say no when I know it's not the best opportunity or it will burn me out. How do you feel about last year, Lindsay? Yeah, no, really good. I mean, there's still improvement that I can do like moving forward with 2024. But a lot of those things I did accomplish or like I'm working on accomplishing. So it's crazy because I I forgot what I wrote on there. So I'm like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that too. So, (laughs) But no, it's been good. I mean, I'm still working on like healthy boundaries and like a work-life balance, but I'm also... I feel like I'm a control freak. So I'm like, I have a hard time like outsourcing right now. And I'm like, I need to like let go of that. I need to let someone else do that and trust so I can have a life and like do things that I want to do too, while still being a successful business. Yeah. So the next step for you will just be scaling when you're comfortable finally letting go. Cause that, that is hard. The editing part is like yes. the hardest yeah. thing. But then when you do it, you're going to become addicted to outsourcing everything else. And you'd be like, what else? What else? Right. So what would you say then was like your biggest takeaway from... I mean, there are a lot of modules. Like like you said, we break it down, you know, so it's digestible. But there are like, what, I think six or seven modules inside of the program. What would you say was like your biggest shift or takeaway like inside besides the community? That's hard. Because I feel like when I first got the course, I like not binged at all, but I like watched it all. And I haven't like really watched anything since I keep saying like, I need to go back and like revisit things. But I mean, I say, or I'd say it's probably a lot on like the branding and like the stuff on like the website. And I can't remember what module Mm. that's in or like what it's called. But I feel like, I don't know if it was like a call to it, but I feel like a lot of that just like really resonated with me. But then also like your breakdown on like CEO days and like, this is what you do to outsource and all of those things. Cause a lot of those things aren't taught and it's like, just figure it out on your own. And like, I think another reason why I'm a control freak is I've tried outsourcing in the past and like, it wasn't the best fit for me or like the person and I didn't like work well together. So it's like, I need to find people that mesh with me and like mesh with my work style and before I'm like, I'm outsourcing it. It's fine. And then it just created more work for me. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something people don't talk about when it comes to outsourcing is like, Mm -hmm. it's not like a one and done thing. You got to find the perfect personality match when it comes to editing. You know what I mean? You got to figure out someone that knows your skin tones. Like once you figure it out, like it was to the point where even just like this year, as I wrapped up my wedding season, I did like a 12-hour wedding day. I did sneak peeks two two days later, submitted the entire catalog to my company and they gave it back to me in 10 days, you know? So I wasn't editing like one bit. Right. Yeah. So I mean, but it took a long time. It took six different companies to find this one. You know what I mean? So that's like a next year goal. You know, we can work on like cleaning up our messaging and stuff this year. But what about your pricing? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I feel like were you on the way to burnout with your... (laughs) 
Yes. No, last year I did 27 weddings like of my own and I second shot a couple too. So it's like, I did a lot last year, Mm. but I was also in the mindset of like, this is my first year full time. I'm also getting married. We just bought a house. I have to be able to like pay my bills. And, but I also didn't like run my cost. Well, I ran my cost of doing business, but I feel like it wasn't accurate because then I was like, this is not a lot for like what I'm doing and like paying a second shooter, paying taxes, all that stuff. I'm like, I'm getting like a grand and then that's going like back into my business. So I was like, I need to be able to pay myself and like still have money to like reinvest in my business and like pay second shooters, outsource things. So I'd say, I can't remember where my pricing was when I started, but I feel like it's definitely at least doubled. So yeah, it was 3,500 for everything. Oh no. It was 3,500 for everything. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, Lindsay. (laughs) No, it's definitely doubled. So that's good. I love that for you. I was like, girl, you're going to get tired real fast, real fast. Yep. And then, I mean, I'm I'm planning on raising them again at the beginning of the year for 2025. So that's good. Not getting burnt out anymore. No, not worth it. So wait, you're already booking for 2025? Not yet. I'll open it in January. Yes. Waitlist only. Y'all got to wait until she gets her numbers together. Perfect. Yes. No, that's, that's the main thing. Okay. Because I remember, and I, I remember telling you guys we were on a pricing call and I was like, if you just give two years in advance today's pricing, like you're going to regret yeah. it. And you're going to be like, right. oh, why in the world did I book 2025 for 3.5K for 10 hours, right. second shooter, an engagement session? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this was amazing. I feel like your business... It wasn't a mess. I feel like you just need to clean stuff up. Like you just right. need to clean up your clients and figure out who they were, clean up your brand. And but like that transformed so much for you to make yeah. well, well over like I don't even know how much your investment, like 10x, 100x. Right. I don't know. Right. So what do you have to say to someone who is on the fence about joining the wedding CEO or they're wondering, is this for me? I feel like that's a loaded question just because it it's a lot of work for you, like for me or like whoever's investing in the course to like maintain and like continue investing into your business. So, I mean, I think it's worth it, but I'm also the person that's like, if I don't invest into myself, no one's going to invest into me. And I mean, I've touched on the mm. community aspect of the program. So it's like that in and of itself is huge because I feel like no other program has that. I mean, they may have like Facebook groups, but most of the time those groups have like 5,000 people in it. And it's like, am I really going to ask a question that I think is like kind of dumb? Whereas like here, it's like we, we have the option and like the vulnerability to ask questions and nobody's going to like judge us or like be like, you didn't know that, or you're doing that. Why? Or it's just, it's, it's so worth it because you have access to so many different like people and like mindsets and, and like having access to you alone is worth it because it's like, you've done this, <laughs> you've done this, you know, like you clearly know what you're doing and it's worth it. Don't just do it. <laughs> it's worth it. Just do it. Yeah. You're right. Every time I do a self-study course, I never join the community because it's always yeah. a Facebook group of like 5,000 people and they're all spamming with like random stuff or promoting their own business. And I'm like, 
yeah, I'm just going to figure it out myself. But I, okay. I didn't even think about it because it's my program, like how helpful it is having the Slack channel. And then you guys have all the different channels. You guys can ask specific questions or yeah. brag about yourself. And that's another thing, sharing your wins here. Like at first, everybody was like, I'm not talking about how much money I made. But like here, we're right. like, you better talk about how much money you made. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. You're it's like, like, that's kind of like the program. That's the whole point. <laughs> the whole point of the program. Right. <laughs> make, we help you make money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So before we let you go, I really have a question of like, before we wrap this up anyway, what is next for you now that's that you hit that six-figure mark? now I remember you saying like you want to dive a little bit into like passive income you know because I I feel like six figures is such a huge milestone I'm just like wondering like what do people think once they hit it like how did you feel when you hit it and then you're like now what yeah yeah I mean I still have the now what thought because it's like I don't really know what's next I mean I have ideas but I'm still processing and figuring out which is actually realistic and what is possible. I mean, I know anything's possible, but when I first hit six figures, I thought it was kind of crazy because it's like I was 27, I think. So it's like I was 27 making six figures. We're like, not a lot of people at 27 can say they've done that. So that was really cool and like encouraging. But yeah, I I want to dive into like passive income or outsourcing more and like just having my life back because it's like I want to enjoy my life too and I don't want to give up all my weekends but like I'm not taking as many weddings because I don't need to so it's like now I still Mm. have the time to live my life go on vacation spend time with my friends and family so yeah yeah I love that. I feel like that was exactly me. Like when I hit 100K, I just like cried in my dining room. I was like, what is this? Like, right, right. How yeah. is this happening? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, because it's like, I mean, people always told me too, like, you're not going to make a living as a photographer. And so it's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Like, watch me. <laughs> watch me. Yeah. Eat my dust. Is that still a right. saying? <laughs> that old? I don't know. But I do feel like it's true because like when you look at the the data and I talk about this all the time, but like if only 13.7% actually make six figures, like out of all small businesses, like that's insane. Yeah. You're telling me yeah. 80%, like you are now the 13%, you know, that that's like, that's powerful. Right. And sometimes like most of the students, like they're the first ones to make a hundred K in their whole family. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. It's an insane amount of money to have. Right. Yeah. Um, and like just grasping yeah. that like people value me enough to like invest in me. Yeah. Or they value their memories enough. But like yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy to like wrap your head around and process. It's a lot. Yeah. So if you have a panic attack <laughs> when you hit hundred K, just know it's normal. No. <laughs> normal. Um well, I love it. You. We'll all just like send a hug in the chat <laughs> because <laughs> that's how intense it is. I love that. Yeah. And I'm excited too, because we are working on that next step for a lot of you guys that are like, all right, I hit 100K, now what? And then when you scale, you're like, now what? But right. I'm really excited That's also about like, working on for that. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it too. But it's like, I feel like everyone's goal is like, make six figures. And then once you do it, it's like, okay, what's the next like monetary mm-hmm. goal? Like 150, but it's like, that doesn't seem like, yeah. I mean, like it, it doesn't seem like, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, 150. Like, I mean, that's still a lot of money, but it's like, it's not. Yes. 
huge milestone. It makes, yeah, a milestone. Yeah. I feel like because there's so much emphasis on six figures and I feel like, you know, the next goal usually is a million, but making a million with wedding photography is insane unless you have a team. Like you literally have to have an associate team, you know, and you'd be booking like 20K weddings, but is that something you want to do? Like that's when we start adding in the online business, you know, the education part, which I did both. I did two businesses for, let's see, three years. I made my first course in like 2020. So you can do it. You can hit like over 200K in a year and stuff like that. But we could talk more about that like separately. (laughs) But this was so great. Lindsay, thank you for hopping on and just sharing like your journey, your wins and what it's looked like inside of this program. And I'm so excited to like be continuing this journey with you. And of course, keeping you in the community because you're also really good help. I feel like you give big sister vibes. You're like, oh, this is what I do with my taxes or nope, don't do that. Nope. This is what I would do. You know, like when somebody was asking about charging for like destination wedding, she was like, flat rate. I was like, get them, Lindsay, get them. <laughs> She's got it. <laughs> yes, um, I be helpful. That's my Enneagram too. Coming out. <laughs> yes. I remember that too. When we like onboarded you, you were like, I'm just really excited about meeting people. I'm like, oh, she's so pure and sweet, guys. God, God bless her. Can't wait. So excited. And just to see like the transformation, looking at that, you made anywhere from 50 to 75K and now you're at well over 100K and you're raising your prices again. You know, it's just like the transformation in one year is crazy. Like it's crazy to me. So. I hope yeah. after this call, like you take some time to celebrate yourself because you are officially a wedding CEO. Yay. You did it, girl. <laughs> yes. Yay. All right. Well, so happy to be part of this journey. Wait, don't go yet. If you love today's episode, I would love if you took five seconds to leave a rating and a five-star review. If you do, send me a DM so I can give you a virtual hug and of course, a shout out. Now, if you're ready to grow your photography business, I invite you to join the waitlist for The Wedding CEO. The Wedding CEO is my signature program for wedding photographers who are ready to scale their way to 100K. You're finally ready to work less, make more, and live your dream life. If you've seen my Instagram, then you'll know we have students making five-figure months, launching their dream brands, doubling their prices, taking vacations, and more, which are lifetime skills that you can take with you even if you decide to leave the industry. Join the waitlist for when we open the doors on November 14th to the waitlist only, and you're going to get an exclusive advanced private training on how to scale to 100K, booking less than 20 weddings a year. And trust me, you don't want to miss this. Link in the show notes. I'll see you inside.